there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Friday, January 20th, 2023, and today is our 69th devotional. And today we're going to be looking at Saul's fast. We find the first one that I find is in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 14, verse 24. We find another one at the end of his life. And um, I find these fasts to be extremely interesting. But um, here's the verse that we're taking off of, 1 Samuel 14, 24. It says this, And the men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food until the evening, that I may be avenged on my enemies so none of the people tasted any food. And as I start to think about this, um, I'm just reminded that right now is um, a time that a lot of people will fast. Uh, the first of the year, uh, we fast oftentimes just trying to prepare ourselves uh, for the year. In fact, uh, earlier this week, I was with a friend and he, uh, with his church, they were fasting for 21 days and it wasn't just from food, it was from different things. And he kind of showed it to me, and and I think that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing at all to fast. Um, but when I see what Saul did here, it's just an instruction on what not to do when you're fasting. Because um, as we look at Saul's fast, it's um, first off, uh, who in their right mind, would fast before they get ready to go into a battle. This is just absurd on its face. Um, it, it just, the the whole concept of having a fast right before you go into a battle, uh, that just was not uh, a good thing. In fact, um, one of the things that we learned in the military was that a, an army uh, moves on its uh, it, it moves on its stomach. Uh, if you can't feed an army, boy, you lose control of those people really quick unless they are really disciplined. Uh, so Saul here is really not doing a good, uh, he, he, he's distressing his people. Um, it also, uh, it's interesting that he's compelling everybody to do this fast for him, that he can be avenged on his enemies. It wasn't for uh, God's glory. It wasn't for um, understanding God's will. It, it just was so that Saul could be avenged of his enemies. And did his enemies know about the fast? No. Did they care? No. This didn't help at all. Uh, it was just a uh, a way of looking spiritual before everyone else while he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing. Um, and, and I wonder, did anyone in his uh, immediate circle of advisors, did anyone stop him and say, wait a minute, Saul, this is not wise what you're saying here. This is not wise what you're doing. Have you really thought about this? Um, uh, was Saul already such a tyrant at this point that people were afraid to confront him? Um, that's a dangerous place to be. And, and Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14 tells us that uh, where there's no counsel, the people will perish. But where there's a multitude of counsel, uh, there's wisdom. 
and their success there. And, and this is just a perfect example of somebody trying to act spiritual and not taking the counsel of God. Uh, Jonathan points out a little bit later on in the in the text that um, he's troubled Israel because he hasn't allowed them to eat. Uh, he's, he points out, my eyes have been opened because of this. How much better if everybody had been able to do this um, willfully and joyfully. And, and it's also interesting to note that why wouldn't they expect to come across honey while they're out in the field? God had brought them into a land of flowing with milk and honey, and here God is providing what he has promised to them, and they're not allowed to take it, partake of it because their leader has done something stupid. Uh, it, it just, there are so many uh, points on this that I, I look at and I think, oh my word, Saul was not thinking when he proclaimed this fast. But again, when you look at the last fast that he does, and we won't go into that, uh, but when you look at that last fast, it's the same exact reason. It's so that I can be avenged of my enemy, so that I can have something here from God, so that God, I can manipulate God into doing what I want him to do. Um, in the end, it almost cost Saul, uh, Jonathan, uh, Saul is pushing to have Jonathan killed because Jonathan has eaten uh, of the honey and the people stand up and say, no, that's not going to happen because Jonathan is the one that got the whole thing started with the battle and this great battle was won because of Jonathan doing, I might add, precisely what God had commanded them to do, which was to drive out the Philistines and, and Saul trying to be super spiritual makes a proclamation and it almost cost Jonathan his life. So what can we learn from this uh, this fast from First um, Samuel 14? Uh, and I would encourage you again, read, read the chapter for yourself. It, there are so many neat little nuances as you read through here. We, we can't touch on all of them. Uh, time just won't permit that. But uh, what are some things that we can learn? Well, first off, I, I, I would say, um, we need to learn that sometimes there's a time to act and, and then there's a time to pray. And sometimes you can pray while you're acting. And, and I find sometimes that's the best time to be praying is while you're trying to do what God has given you to do. Uh, I know in my own life when I am trying to witness to somebody, I am also praying that God will give me the right words, that God will open up their heart, that God's will will be done in this person's life. And, and so uh we need not let prayer uh distract us from doing what we already know God wants us to do uh we don't have to pray about whether God wants us to give a tithe um that's just a given uh we don't need to pray about whether we need to uh, be faithful in the house of God. That's a given. Uh, we don't need to pray about um, should we have devotions with our family? Should we talk about the Bible uh, amongst ourselves? That's a given. Um, should we pray about am I going to read my Bible today? That's a given. Uh, there are so many things that God has already laid out that we don't even need to pray about. But some people uh, they they feel like they need to take time and pray about this, and they don't act because they're 
spending time praying about, well, how should I do it? What should I do? And, and they never just do what they're t- told to do. Uh, we should never be uh, praying or fasting just to be seen of men. I think we see this in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus uh, makes it very clear that uh, when we pray, when we fast, don't be like the hypocrites that are trying to be seen of men. When we pray or fast, we're to do it just for our Father, which is in heaven. And that was a problem that I think Saul had. Um, and we'll see that a little bit tomorrow. I'm hoping to to get to that tomorrow. Um, I know I usually don't do a podcast on Saturday, but I'm hoping to get into that tomorrow. Um, another thing that we can learn is praying and fasting is not a way to manipulate God into doing what we want. It is a way to prepare our hearts uh, to be aligned with God's will uh, and purpose in our life. So um, why are we fasting or do we even fast? Um, I would say this is a good thing to do. Uh, Obviously, there are some health concerns that need to be taken uh, into account, but fasting is a a good thing for us to do and and it helps us uh, to line up uh, with God helps us to that our eyes can be open to see what he wants us to see and, and to do what he wants us to do um, it's a good thing to fast but it need never be done just as a show or just as something that is, is to manipulate God that is not at all why why we fast we fast um, to help our hearts be right with him so uh, I hope that's a help to you and, and I hope Uh, that as you move forward, you can apply this to to your life. So thank you so much for joining with us. Until uh, the next podcast, auf Wiederhören.